Hey, Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What is up, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Subjectively Speaking on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And speaking of DraftKings, everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. College football season. Laura, can I get an OH? Oh! To celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard right, DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Oh, you? Oh, yeah. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Thanks for getting me on that call and response there, girl. Absolutely. It's what teamwork is for. It's in our blood now. It's just straight up like ingrained in who we are. Nothing but college football junkies in this house. I mean, I do personally have season tickets to the OU uh, football, but you know. Um, I mean, I'm pr- I'm gonna end up going to a game probably with you, but you will. I like will be requiring that to be something that you do. So get excited for that. Um, Woo! Sports yeah. ball. You said it as if you literally don't don't have a call like or a hockey podcast. Like you say that um, as if you're not. You are aware of the fact that on a multitude of times in other sports situations, I look at people and say, there's not enough ice in this for me to know what's going on. That's me with my drinks too. But, but welcome on in everyone. Uh, you know, again, the Blue Jackets doing everything they can to, to make us work for content this week, but we're going to do it. we got a couple of signings to talk about, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this really polarizing idea in hockey right now, and that is the introduction, don't say it, of jersey patches in 2022-2023. So we're going to have some fun with that. But, Laura, we start off at Yarmo's desk where Zach Ronaldo uh, last week, sometime in the last – weeks since we've recorded um signs a one-year contract uh two-way deal with the columbus blue jackets gonna be hanging out with our friend dina quite a bit probably uh, as possible um in ahl cleveland if you haven't listened to that episode yet by the way go back to episode um the episode before this and check that one out because really just such an so good like I i know it's biased because we host this show sure but that episode with Dina is so good. It's so much great information about 
all things monsters hockey and truly like if you love if you love if you love hockey you will love that episode so yes definitely go back and listen to last week's if you haven't yet yeah words are hard sometimes i wonder why we host podcasts because if i had a dollar for every time i said oh nope (laughs) (laughs) but um so zach ronaldo columbus blue jacket cleveland monster you know probably is going to depend on the day which he is uh so I'm excited about the signing. I know that a lot of people have their speculations, or not speculations, they're skeptical of um, Zach Ronaldo. But I have to I have to be honest, like I like this signing because it's a player that I don't think currently exists in the Blue Jacket system, and that is the player who is going to um, stand up for, for guys on the team, like regardless of the situation. Like I think about the number of young guys that are going to be on this team and how – in hockey, sometimes your young guys are your most vulnerable, and to have a guy like Ronaldo on the ice to uh, to kind of mitigate some of that concern of somebody who, mind you, the Blue Jackets play in the same division as Tom Wilson, um, you know, to kind of mitigate those assholes, like, I'm all for it. Oh, 100%. Like, we're definitely missing a bruiser. Um, we don't really have, we're not really known for that we had it a little bit when josh anderson and you know pierre luc dubois um ian cole those kind of people oh wow ian i know he literally only was a blue jacket for like two months but it feels like he was here for so much longer i and i have such an affinity for him and i don't know why but it was your first big trade deadline right like wasn't that the first because like that was the year didn't wasn't that also the year that we acquired like thomas vanek and like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it wasn't like the the free agency or the trade deadline of like 2019 where it was like matt duchene ryan dezingle like all these like people coming in it was just those couple ads that i thought were really good for the team but um but yeah ian cole wow yeah but so we're missing that. And, you know, it's kind of nice because um, he was the one that gave the interview afterwards that said, you know, I hate every other team that I play, I guess. Yes. But if these fans want me to rough up some Penguins players a little extra, I'm happy to do it. And I was like, <laughs> yes, do that. You know who would be a big fan of that man? Who? Corinne. Oh, yeah, because Corinne, Corinne's favorite part is the fighting. 100%. And, and we have been low on the fighting lately. We have been. So our friend Corinne, love of my life, is going to be far, far more excited about Blue Jackets hockey when he plays. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, like, the, the, what? okay, imagine you're Tom Wilson, right? And imagine that... Cole Sillinger makes this team and Cole Sillinger's on the ice and you make a run at Cole Sillinger and you knock this kid out. Are you reacting a little bit differently if Oliver Bjorkstrand skates up to you and is like, hey, bud, hey. Or if Zach Ronaldo just comes over and beats the shit out of you. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I'm personally leaning more toward <laughs> the latter, like, of being the way that I, I would like to see things handled in that situation. But, but it uh, also just adds a level of you know, because hockey is very interesting in that way where it's like those sorts of things, like that brings a team together that, Mm -hmm. you know, rallies that can really change the mood and direction of a team. 
um, within like literally moments. Um, and we really have not had that. There were a couple of dicey situations this past season where one of our players, you know, really got the shit beat out of them. And there was no one, there was no one to be like, Hey, asshole, like, right. you don't get to do that to so-and-so like, because we just don't have, like, we didn't have players that had that mentality. We didn't have players that had any kind of that size that's necessary. Um, you know, I don't think that Ronaldo will have quite the crazy eyes that like Nick Felino would get. Um, I'm but, more afraid of Zach Ronaldo than I am Nick Felino, though. I'm going to be honest. I know, but Nick with the, with the crazy eyes and then when they were both black, that was a look. That, that was kind true. of a Kind of a look. So. Also, shout out to our friend Matt for the sick design of Nick Felino's new merch. Yes. Looks really good. NF17 merch. Um, and also, although it pains me, the new CA89 merch as well. So check yeah. out our wonderful friend Matt, 614 Hockey, and some great merch from two great former Blue Jackets. <laughs> And it took only nine minutes for Laura to start crying on this week's episode. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, and here's the thing, right? Like, and I, there's obviously, like, a lot more about the game of hockey that I find entertaining other than just, like, beating the absolute shit out of people. But I will say, over the course of the next year, where the hockey might not always be the world's most fun... It might be fun to watch somebody fight someone. I don't know. Maybe I'm barbaric and I'm okay with owning that. Like, I'm here for that. Like, I get it. Um, but that's part of hockey. Like, it is. Yeah. It's essentially, you can equate it to, you know, big tackles and whatever in football. Okay, Miss, um, come on. You know a little bit about the pig skin. I see you. Or like the, um, what's it called when they pretend that they're injured in soccer? Like the dramatic. I just call it soccer, personally. <laughs> dramatic rolling around. Yeah, like and, a flop. Yeah, I mean, I know there's not really that in baseball, but like, you know, it's the the contact part. And yes, I mean, hitting up against the boards and like all that sort of stuff is great. But like, give me a good gloves off, letting them just slap each other around. I'm into it. No, I feel that. I'm right there with you. Um, and we can talk about our barbaricism later and like whether or not people think that there's room for that in hockey still. And I'm okay with hearing both sides of it because as a formerly concussed individual uh, who played football for eight years and do sometimes worry about my long-term health effects, I would have that conversation, but I do like a good fight every once in a while. Uh, yeah, if you ever want a fun story, ask Jeremy what it feels like every time he sneezes. No, we'll do it now. There's not a lot of content. We'll do it now. <laughs> I I have this sharp shooting pain that goes like from the the tip of my spine through the back of my head down through my arms and sometimes like down into my back whenever I sneeze it's just a sharp shooting pain and I brought it up to my doctor one time and he's like it's probably nerve damage from your concussions I said huh all right well didn't know that was going to be a part of it cuz I 
Okay, listeners, it's a weird episode. I enjoy sneezing. Like, sneezing is kind of nice. It's kind of cathartic. It's a very natural bodily function. Yeah, just like, nobody's just, like, not sneezing. Do you not sneeze, America? Talk to me about that. Like, if you're somebody who does not sneeze, let me know in in the comments. Leave us a five-star review on the podcast and tell us how you don't sneeze. But I, yeah, that's my story. So hopefully Renata doesn't make it so that whenever somebody sneezes, uh, they feel pain in their extremities. But I do hope for some violence. Agreed. But somebody who I wish no ill toward is Cole Sillinger. And Cole Sillinger, yeah, right. Cole Sillinger becomes not the first Blue Jacket drafted this summer to sign an entry-level contract, um, but um, becomes the second. And he is going to... um, have a chance to make this team. I mean, I think that he doesn't get that entry-level contract unless the team, um, you know, thinks that there's a real possibility that he's going to have the opportunity coming out of camp. And if he doesn't, that's no harm, no foul. We'll just, you know, bring him on back when he's ready. And if that's next year, that's next year. Uh, but exciting times uh, in in Blue Jackets land now. Yeah, no, I think this is great. Cole Zillinger, I mean, I've – been a big fan of this pick for us, you know, over the last few weeks. Um, I love that his dad played for us. So there's a nice little legacy moment to that. Um, Technically he was born in Columbus, but he is very much Canadian. Um, And yeah, it's just exciting because as we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, like it's going to be really important to pay attention to these players that we're bringing in as draft picks that we're acquiring that are going to be coming up through the monsters and the KHL and all that sort of stuff, because they're going to be the future of this team as we go through this rebuild. So, you know, I think it's really exciting. I hope that, I mean, obviously, like you said, we don't know if he will make it out of camp or not, but you know, if not, that he's going to go back and play um, another year in college and, you know, try again next summer. And more than likely, you know, probably find himself back in a similar situation because it never hurts as long as they're playing. Most 95% of the time, the situation improves. Like, Sands major injuries stuff like that like the important part is these people these prospects draft picks whatever they just need to be playing and they need ice time so but no I think it's very exciting and I know I read a couple things about how excited his dad was um when he got to sign the paperwork and I love those like touchy-feely you what you like emotions never that's crazy I can only probably fill an ocean with the tears. Yeah. What episode? 54, 55? The cam. The cam cries. Oh, wait. That's good. The cam cries? Yeah. I like that. I'm holding on to that. But, but yeah, and I think, like, to your point, like, a lot of people had questions or concerns with, with coaching staff when when Pierre-Luc Dubois didn't make the team after being drafted third overall. 
Um, and, you know, ultimately, like, he goes back to the queue where he was playing and, and plays well. And, um, you know, actually, I don't think he did. I think a lot of people were concerned about him, actually, when he was down there. And then he got traded and then things got better. But, mm. um, but yeah, I think I think he can only get better, Cole, that is. And so, you know, whether that's here or there, like, I'm actually a proponent of it being there. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what what's the harm in – like, or what's the point in rushing somebody to get here to play – what could be meaningful minutes, don't get me wrong, but, like, I want him to get a chance to develop as much as possible. But I will say out of the three first-round draft picks, he's the one that can make this team this year. I, I just think that Ken Johnson needs a little bit more. And I wouldn't want – I think it could be good for him to have a taste of what it's like to win a championship because if that Michigan team does not win a championship – That will be crazy. I'll throw up. Like, that team is too good to not win a championship. That will be absolutely crazy if they don't. There's just way too much young talent. Too much talent. I I would be thoroughly, thoroughly shocked if they don't. Also, Ole Bjorkvik Holm, who we talked about on our last episode with Dina, he also signed um, an entry-level contract. And so we talked on the episode with Dina about how he'll probably still play in uh, the CHL in one way or another. Um, I forget which, uh, I'm the worst. I forget which junior league he's in, whether it's the Q, the WHL or the OHL, the CHL, he's in one of them. And um, and so, uh, you know, he could stay down there or, or he could come to camp and make, I, I don't know. I think like ultimately we end up being like so deep at, at defensemen, like, and not good deep. I just mean like, Seniority deep. Well, and not even seniority deep necessarily. Yes, that, but like in the sense that it's like there are probably like four or five, six guys who could play on that bottom pair. And obviously four or five, six guys aren't going to make the the team in that spot. And so it's just like it's going to be interesting to see how that shapes up. But, yeah, exciting times in Blue Jackets land where we're signing shit. Um, People are getting paid. So it's yeah. good times. Little bits here and there. There's only one more week of August. So that means we're one more week closer to September, which means camp is coming soon. So, yeah, a lot of teams are doing like little development camp kind of moments with some of their younger prospects. I wish we would have done something, but it's okay. I won't cry about it too much. Well, but there have been, um, I think there are more guys coming back into town. There have been, um they've been posting more pictures of guys skating at the ice house so you know they're getting they're coming back slowly um but i'm excited for camp i'm excited to see if lars keeps the two mile run or not i if if lars keeps the two mile run i'll I'll do a two mile run it's gonna take me a lot longer to do it it will well, the players. take me an awfully lot longer time um, to do it, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I want to know if he I want to know if he keeps it or if he like does something like Lars specific. Ooh, what do you think? All right, let us know on Twitter, everyone. Like a subjectively pod. Yeah, let us know what is Brad Larson's weird niche. Form of torture. Form of torture. Wait. 
I was just going to roll with that. But no, what what is he bringing to development camp? Or like, what do you want to see him bring to development camp that's like uniquely his, like in the same way that's two miles? Which also, let's, let's not call a two-mile run unique. Like, I'm sure that that is happening in other ways, shape, or form in the NHL. But I like the wheelbarrow run. I like that a lot. How do you say that word? Wheelbarrow. I don't know what's the right way. I don't know how I even say it. I just want to say it. And I'm like, wait. Wheelbarrow, borrow, wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow. Barrel. I think is it's it, spelled barrel. Like barrel, like a barrel of like, like yeah. a bourbon barrel. Not a bourbon barrel. Yeah. yeah. I don't think. I don't think it is. I don't know. I'm having a, an existential crisis. I have a speech impediment as is, so like I'm gonna need you to not make me feel crazy. It okay? I hate to do this. It is wheelbarrow. It's B A R R O W. I've then, always said barrel too. I'm with you. The like, whole this world is, has said it wrong. Yeah, 100. I'm with you. I'm. I'm. Isn't there's a there's a couple other words that are like that that everyone just like naturally says wrong. I feel like in Ohio we do that with a lot of stuff too. Like to me, like the biggest one, and maybe this is just like I don't know why this is the one that hits me, but like the word for, like F O R. Say like, say what are you doing? That word dinner. Like say that sentence. What are you doing for dinner? Yeah, you said what are you doing for dinner? Fur. Oh. We just say fur in Ohio, and I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know. And maybe everybody does that. Maybe I'm just, like, making it up. Like, but only when it's in the middle of stuff. Like, I don't say, like, what are you looking for? Yeah, no, I don't either. I say, like, I say, what, what are you, you looking, looking for? for? But, like, if I'm, like, I need to go to the grocery store for some milk and eggs, like, fur for some milk and eggs. Welcome to Subjectively Speaking, everyone, where we talk to you about how you're supposed to speak. That's the segment right there. Hold on. That just flows into it. I don't want to give you a complex about it, but that's a segment. It's going to just become a segment of you pointing out all the things that you think are hilarious that I say. You can do the same with me. I'm sure I have my own. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say? (laughs) I'm sure I have some. Yes, but they're not as prevalent as mine. And I will just reiterate the fact that I went to speech therapy for years. Everything also, that happens right now is a blessing. <laughs> it's also Northeast Ohio, I think. I think it's your Northeast Ohio comes out, which I love. I love that. I love Northeast Ohio. Thank you. Northeast Ohio loves you too. It's okay. Northeast Ohio is like not the, the best region of Ohio. It's like my my mom loves you. She loves when you come to visit. And I love visiting your mom. So that is true. Um, Our tattoo artist is in Northeast Ohio. And she loves when we come to visit. Yeah. I think I'm like, I'm like stuck. Like what are my favorite regions of Ohio? Central is one. Like Central is one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Northwest is, is last. Like if we're doing Central and then we're doing like the four. But you don't like Northwest because of the windmills. I don't like Northwest Ohio because I crashed my car in Finley too. But that's just such a boring part of the state. Like it's just such a straight, like flat land drive. Like I just like, yeah. Like Toledo is okay. Like, but like, eh, like I don't know. Don't love it. Um, 
I would say probably Southwest Ohio is my four. And I love Cincinnati, but like, like I just don't have a connection really. And then two or three, like, is it Southeast Ohio too? Or is it Northeast Ohio too? I think it's Southeast Ohio too. You haven't spent a lot of time in like Northeast Ohio. That is true. I did almost take a job there, but. You did. I would have to get offered the job, but. But, but hey, you know, I almost took it. <laughs> we're going to be spending a lot more time in Northeast Ohio watching the Cleveland Monsters. That is true. Because they did release their um, promotional night schedule today, and they are doing some fun stuff. I know. We're over here like... The standards. Yeah, it's just like not good. Like barely having a hockey is for everyone night. Like bar- barely celebrating everybody who isn't. Ne- never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll save that for the next one. But yeah, some fun ones. Yeah, I'm super interested. I sent you the one that I I didn't have any idea what it meant, but you I think hit the nail on the head. They have a um, roses on the ice night. <laughs> And you called it the most dramatic night in hockey. And I was like, we should probably go to this because we are always the most dramatic night in hockey. Oh, my God. Wait, that's hysterical. We are the most dramatic night in hockey. Um, But you were like, it definitely gives me Bachelor vibes. And I was like. Yeah, like, well, you have this rose. Like, that's kind of. I just I just I want to know what they're going to do with it. I did feel smart that I knew what that one thing was that you didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, it was uh, their fan, like their season ticket holder appreciation night. And they, it was MHC for Monsters Hockey Club. And I was like, what the hell is an MHC? I feel very smart. You are, in fact, very smart. They're doing a Top Gun night. That's going to be so fun. good. Wait, this is going to mean nothing to our listeners who don't sometimes watch the things that I post on Twitter. Um, but I'm noticing that in my closet, like, does that look like the silhouette of a human? Yeah. Hate that. Hate that. I also right? hate that. That's the room I'm going to have to sleep in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you see it? I'm going to get killed by a demon. This is the dress to me. Like, this is the dress. It's a woman. This is her arm. Mm-hmm. And this is her head. Yeah. Oh, you're... Man, you're going to die in this room. Um. Oh, thanks. Anytime. Well, when I go behind my head like this, you can see we're going to have to come up with a name. Twitter, you're going to let us know her name. Um, but their name, I'm not going to out here be out here and make assumptions. Um, so uh, Jersey talk. It's time for some Jersey talk. The NHL announced that they would um, be allowing teams to negotiate and sell a three and a half inch patch um on the jerseys to uh, potential sponsors uh think the nba uh for those of you who are dramatic i made a little sign it's a small patch it will be okay um this is not european hockey where they have them like literally like all over the place it's not like soccer in any part of the world um it is a small small little patch right here um and I think it could be fun. And so, Laura, I am asking you, just talk to me about who some of your, like, prospects are for people you'd love to see sponsor the jersey. Let's just have some fun. Let's just throw out some terrible ideas and talk about why they might be good. 
Well, obviously, I think for both of us, it would be important for whatever sponsor for it to be Columbus, you know, at least maybe broadly Ohio specific, um, just because we are the only NHL team in this state. Columbus is such a big part of the Blue Jackets. Like, um, so for me, I think the first one, and this is may or may not be because I just got a box of it on my doorstep tonight before when I got home, but I would love, love to see Jenny's ice cream as the sponsor on the jerseys. I think it's such a fun thing. I know that the technical Blue Jackets ice cream is through, is it? I never remember the. Oh God, it's Perry something. Perry's, I think it's yeah. just Perry's premium ice cream. Yeah, something like that. Um, so I I get that, but we got a whole year. We can work with Miss Jenny. Come on, Jenny Brittenbauer, where you at? We can figure out a Blue Jackets related Jenny's ice cream. One hundred percent. We could call it Stinger Swirl. We can call yeah. it. We can call it. Um revolutionary something we call it the boomer bonanza i'd love for the ice cream flavor to be boomer related well she's already made a boomer colored ice cream because her yeah one ice cream last summer was um delicious but it was gray and so should we know she can do a boomer colored even this one even this one this year kind of gives me like Blue Jackets boomer kind of third jersey vibes because it's like the pineapple blueberry, isn't it? And mm. it's like kind of giving me blue and like yellow, but like it's not like Michigan yellow, it's like like tan almost. Yeah. And I just think it would be a really fun partnership. Jenny's is completely Columbus, completely Ohio based. Mm-hmm. Like it's also nationwide, so it gives you that recognition. People know what Jenny's is. Um, her ice cream is fucking phenomenal yeah, i is. am so pumped for the four pints that i just got in the mail today what up dolly parton i can't wait to try your ice cream and bring her on the pod oh my god i would die um but yeah i just think that jenny's would be a really great you know that's my first take what's your first yeah so you went food so i will stay food um, to kind of stick to it. And I can't take all the credit. Our new One of our newer Twitter followers, Tommy Lon, actually had, uh, and he's at Tommy Lon, Lon excuse me. And um, he said White Castle. And I, and I fuck with that. I, I am with that in a way that I cannot describe. Are you kidding me? Are you joking? First of all, what do you do on the ice other than skate? You slide. Yeah, yeah. Come on, sliders. Are you kidding me? This is so good. This is such good content. Honestly, I'd rather us get free chicken rings after every third goal than free chili. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Could you imagine that? Or just like they can throw out, like, instead of throwing out the pizza, they can throw out little slider boxes and you get free. White Castle. Hello. I mean, it's just, it just makes sense. It it just, I'm so in it that I cannot stress to you enough how into it I am. 
And like, here's the other thing that like we didn't talk about with the Jennies. The Jenny thing, Jenny thing could work because they have that like the one logo that's like the white. It's just this the font like the script Jennies. Similarly, like with White Castle, like you're not requiring any like out of the ordinary colors because there are some companies and stuff that are Ohio and all that kind of stuff. That I'm like, they would probably like be a good partner, but it's like Huntington, for example, is somebody who I think of. Like, I'm not putting a green Huntington logo on on a union blue jersey like and it wouldn't look good on the away jersey either unless i mean it's it's giving me stinger so maybe but like do you know what i mean like it's but just on like the a no third jersey it would look terrible right so it's just a matter of like like how do you work that through and is it and here's the other question is it like the helmet stickers where like you can do for your home jerseys one and for your away jerseys another because for the blue jackets they wear a white helmet and a navy helmet or a union blue helmet and for the white jersey for the white helmet it's nationwide and for the for the blue helmet it's it's ohio health and so like can you is it possible to do both and so that's interesting to think about i don't know if there's an answer to that question yeah because i would i mean the colors are really going to be the thing for me and it's not hard, I don't think. I think we have a good color palette. Like, there are some teams that I'm like, that could be tough. Um, yeah. But but for the Blue Jackets, I mean, most things have some fleck of blue in it somewhere where you can bullshit it or just make it white. Like, now for away jerseys, that's hard, right? But Well, the other one that's, like, way more mainstream, but I heard a new commercial from them today where they literally – mentioned the blue jackets um which was kind of crazy uh but i think that pepsi might come up there was a commercial today um on one of my podcasts for pepsi and they were like you're not from ohio if you don't know that the blue jackets have a fifth line huh like verbatim I like that. Pepsi is a little bit of it. I mean, they're mainstream, but I would say they're underdog in this conversation. So I was like kind of taken aback. I was like, wait, what commercial is this? But yeah, it was like, you're not from Ohio if you don't know this. You're not from Ohio if you don't know this. And it's like, and literally it says Pepsi is Ohio. Pepsi is bottled and produced yeah. in the state of Ohio. Um, so yeah, I think Pepsi might come out of the out of the woodwork here and that would be like a pretty major major sponsorship the colors would fit it'd be perfect so um but yeah i was i was like oh okay i mean jeremy says that this has been a promo for a while i don't know but it's it's been different it's been different, but they did announce that one of the new promos for the Blue Jackets this year is every time we go into overtime, which if you're at all a Blue Jackets fan, you know that that happens quite regularly. Um, uh, everyone at the home game gets a free two liter bottle of Pepsi Zero. So there's that. I mean, I just I just think they're inching their way in. I think that slowly but surely... Pepsi might be, and I kind of like it. I kind of like it. So what I'm hearing from the Coke girl. I know. Is... As as she's drinking a McDonald's Diet Coke. But On camera, you just had to do it. Um, I 
love that idea um, because as a as a Pepsi connoisseur myself, um, I also regularly drink the Pepsi at the arena. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I just yeah, Pepsi is a good one. I like Pepsi. Yeah, that's good. I so I'm gonna play to your um, to your like Ohio idea. I'll throw this one out to you. How about Kroger? Oh. Kroger, based in Cincinnati, Ohio, one of the largest grocers in the United States, when you consider all of its, you know, subsidiaries yeah, outside of outside of just like the Kroger brand. Um, Kroger is one where they replaced Giant Eagle, I believe it was two seasons ago, as like the the primary grocer of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And now it's like, now here's your Kroger starting lineup, which I think is dumb. Like, let's like not sponsor arbitrary things, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so I, I am fascinated by the concept of Kroger. Again, you've got some colors, you've got some, some things there that work that aren't going to throw things too out of whack. Like I think the blue actually might be a little too light for, well, no, they have a darker blue too. Kroger yeah, does. Have two versions, so right. there could definitely be ones that worked for our various jerseys. So Kroger, I, I give you Kroger as my like not Columbus, but Ohio brand that could maybe be a part of the conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think if we're going I, this just came to me. Come on, say it, it out loud. Let's let's think this. Let's workshop this. That's what we're doing here today like, on the podcast. Specifically Ohio, obviously. But like more of the like I want to say middle ground because it is still it's fairly popular like especially around the holidays. But like Great Lakes Brewing Company. Oh, okay. Like the logo would need some work because there's like some different colors. Yeah, some yellow and stuff. But they're fairly big enough that I think that they could like front the money that you're gonna need to pay to be the one of the jersey sponsors. But like, you know, and obviously beer plays a big role in hockey culture. Um, so I kind of think for you know being Ohio based, that obviously they are in Cleveland, but you know. With the like our AHL affiliates in Cleveland, like they sell Great Lakes at the arena, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, I think that's kind of an interesting, like, very Ohio specific, but also kind of, you know, sometimes I think the Blue Jackets get pigeonholed on this, like, they they don't have as many, like, I don't know, modernish type things that other teams have, but like, Great Lakes would be cool. It's like a Kind of hipstery, you know, homegrown, you know, and who got, I'm not even a beer person and I still like the Christmas ale. So. All right. I, I'm hearing where you're going with the beer moment. I'm going to raise you one better on the beer moment, I think. Mm. And we can disagree about this and that's fine. If they go with the beer sponsor, it has to be Brewdog. Does it not have to be Brewdog? Because no, to me, I understand. I just don't. Is Brewdog that? I mean, this is going to be a chunk of change to be. Well, that's the thing that's interesting about Brewdog, right? Because Brewdog, yes, Columbus, like okay, like 
Canal Winchester. They've got that hotel situation. Brewdog is actually not like a Columbus-born thing. Brewdog is actually European, and it's huge in Europe with a, a bunch of money and all that kind of stuff. And so I don't think Brewdog's struggling for money. I I don't know. I think it's interesting, right? Because then you've also got good old Elvis juice. You've got... If you watch social media, they are trying... They are trying to get something together with our beloved Elvis. He started it, didn't he? Like, when he posted that thing about he's like, I'm finally trying this. Yeah, I think so. And then they sent him a bunch of stuff and... I mean, are you kidding? Hell yeah, I would. If I were a Brewdog, who, you literally couldn't. Who better than, you know, someone that is absolutely beloved by all these fans to represent his namesake beer? Correct. So, no, Brewdog is, I didn't know that about the it being European owned. Yeah, I don't know. Is it Scotland? I feel like it's Scotland. I feel like it says, like, born in Scotland, brewed in Columbus is, I think, what it says. Like, is there, like, little, like, I don't know. Um, so, yes, I, I will say Brewdog would be my beer choice. But I any beer choice, I'm into. I'm very much into. Yeah, I think, let's see. There's just so many interesting, like, Ohio companies. Yeah. And there could be ones that aren't currently like hockey sponsors that may come out because this is like a good opportunity. Cause like, I kind of think of like Goodyear tire. Okay. Like they're more closely associated with football. I think Goodyear might actually be the Jersey sponsor for the Cavs. I think not that that would like make it so they can't be right. for the Blue Jackets, but I think, I think they are, and I know that they were when Le- I don't actually know if they had the jersey ads when LeBron was in Cleveland for a second runaround, but like that would make sense, right? Like Akron, like yeah, absolutely. Like that would definitely make sense um, to to potentially have them as a sponsor for the jerseys. Um, I mean, we'd have to to work around the color palette a little bit because there's that nasty yellow uh, in there. But, hey, yeah. we could turn the little blimp that already flies around the arena into a make a mock-up of the Goodyear blimp. It's actually really smart. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's potential there. And, again, is it Ohio-based company it's been around for forever and you know i think that they might come out of the woodwork a little bit with this potential opportunity and let's like address the elephant in the room none of these are none of these are going to be um none of these are going to be what the blue jackets go with like none of these are going to be the partners it's going to be nationwide ohio health or AEP, like it's going to be those three. Like to me, those are the only ones that are going to make any sense as being the real, like the real possibility. It'll probably be nationwide, and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. Uh, do you have any other ones that are like, you know, like out of left field? I mean, the only one that really came to mind was like Scott's Lawn Turf 
or whatever. Okay, no, I, I actually I get you. Like Cause they I think... do I mean they do some sponsorship like within the arena. Um but and the crew. They do quite a bit the with crew. the crew. But they are Columbus, you know, Columbus Central Ohio based. And they're a pretty major like corporation. Um out of Marysville, yeah. right? Out of Marysville. Mm-hmm. So you know, that would be a pretty, because they also do a lot of stuff with obviously like the huge golf tournaments that come in to town too. So this is another area for them. But my only other couple ones were like, obviously other Ohio based like Wendy's because Wendy's is based out of Ohio. I just, I'm still mad that Wendy's is not the chili sponsor. I will die on this hill. It makes no sense for it to be roosters. I'm going to sit here on, like, I just, it, it's dumb. I am also going to second that opinion because Wendy's chili is bomb. And it Don't used to be. It, it was Wendy's chili when they first started, I think. But also, it wasn't the first one. It was at least the second one. But then they went to Bob Evans or something. I just ate a lot. But this is a total side note for our listeners. But I need to just continuously remind Jeremy that we have to do this. Because they opened that Wendy's burger stand in Heath. Oh, God. Yeah, we have to go. And Don't tell them about it. The line's going to be too damn long. But as the... Okay, one of the, like, small joys of living in Newark is that I'm now closer to this situation because I need to know what a strawberry frosty tastes like. And and fast. I needed to know now. They have four kinds of chicken nuggets. Four kinds. I just, I need to know about all of them, but, but yeah, I, Wendy's would be good. I think I, I, I don't know. I just feel like, like if there wasn't an issue already that they would still be the chili sponsor, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I just, can I tell you one that I don't know that I would want to see on our jerseys? Oh, and this may off. be controversial. Oh, go off. Jets? No, but yes. Cause I don't like their colors. I hate seeing the logo on the TV. Stuff. Yeah. Um, Bob Evans. <laughs> Down on the farm. It's just we already are treated like the redheaded podunk, like hockey team of the NHL. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh my! Like, I just God. think that maybe we could give Bob Evans a break, and I love Bob Evans. You know this. It's one of my favorite breakfasts. What do you know about a wildfire chicken salad? I <laughs> I love their pancakes. They're some of my favorite pancakes. And I I also love their cranberry chicken salad. Okay, that sounds good. Now I love that. I just think the tiny farm is too much. <laughs> do you think? But come play for the blue jackets. When yeah. when you sign when you sign your contract, we ask, do you want a roll or a biscuit with that? <laughs> they like cater the team meals, turkey dinners. In like the black like takeout containers with the like foldable lid that's like it's one unit, it's not two units. It's <laughs> everyone's like, man, the guys on the team are like bulking up. It's because they eat stuffing. For every pregame meal. Like, how the fuck is Nathan Gerby 240? He's <laughs> <laughs> five foot four. How is he 240 right now? 
He gets biscuits with all, all of his meals. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> they all start looking like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I love you, Bob Evans, but I don't want your tiny farm on my hockey jerseys. And that's on that. Oh, wow. That is good content. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that there are any that I'm like adverse to at this point like i don't know like obviously no one problematic we don't want anyone problematic i can't even think of a columbus company that like just be good people it has to be ohio or columbus based though like that's my like caveat like it has to be i don't want any of this discoverable shit or you know mastercard (laughs) the blue jackets presented by mastercard no thank you I will say Discover has that really big operation in New Albany, though. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want Discover, but um, Cardinal Health is also one. But they wouldn't do that with Ohio. Well, actually, Cardinal Health isn't like a health care provider. They're like a health like equipment, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, like I could see maybe Cardinal Health. I don't know. Um, The other one that we had talked about, and neither one of us has talked about on the episode is homage like homage like i just think that that would be like that would be fun but i don't know if it's possible but i think it'd be fun because then it'd be like it would almost look like the jerseys were so many t-shirts right i like when we talked about it i was over the moon and i can't believe i didn't remember that we talked about it i have a problem you do actually i love homage so much I, it's, it's, it's bad. It's a, it's a bad problem. Um, There are worse. I particularly like make sure I have a decent chunk of money for whenever they announce like the newest Blue Jackets designs. Cause they're so cute and so comfy. They do good work. And because I work for a very specific school, it helps my work road wardrobe as well. But I need them to get some more OU content this fall. I feel like I feel like they've had like the same like the paw print and then like the script Ohio but in green. Like I feel like they've had those for a while. I need new. I mean, I've literally bought you everyone that I thought was cute enough. Was the one was the one hoodie homage? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I like that a lot. It's like my favorite hoodie that I've ever owned. But yeah, I think those are pretty much. Some are escaping me right now, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure there are some that we didn't say. But let us know um, on Twitter. Let it, Like, just keep us posted on the ones that you think we should have said. Um, but this has been fun. I like I, I like these episodes where we don't have a ton of structure. And if I want to, I can just talk about how my brain hurts when I sneeze. Like, I like these episodes. Yes, I think that they're a good look at um, who we are as people. The duality of us. Mm-hmm. And we are dual. We are. Is that the word? Like, is that what I need to say there? Sure. We'll go with it. it. We'll go with it. Before I keep talking, Laura, I'm going to throw it over to you to do what you do best. Unless there's anything else you wanted to chat about on today's episode. No, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, like, it's going to be slow for the next couple of weeks. It's going to be slow. Uh, Still gives you an hour-long podcast. Right. Um, (laughs) But... 
you know, we obviously, I know we, last week we teased that we were supposed to have an interview this week with someone super exciting. Unfortunately, that person had a scheduling issue, but they, it is happening. It is happening. We're still very excited about it. We got to to meet briefly with this person last week. um, And I think it's going to be a really great episode. So it is coming. Um, It'll probably be drum roll episode 60 which is so exciting for us. Um, But yeah, so if you want to follow us on social media, please do. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SubjectivelyPod. We are officially over 500 followers on Twitter. Um, Truly, I mean, I know we say it all the time, but like, if you would have asked us on January 13th or 14th, whenever we recorded our first episode, if we ever thought that we would have gotten 500 followers on Twitter, we both would have laughed at you because this is just insanity. But, you know, we are just so grateful and we can't wait to see how much more it grows. But so, yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Facebook at Subjectively Speaking. Uh, you can also check out our website, subjectivelyspeaking.com. If you want to support us and everything that we're doing here on the show, please buy some merch. Um, our merch store is subjectivelyspeaking.threadless.com. You can still get free shipping on all orders, um, $45 and above, um, through August 22nd with the code um, ship eight to one. Um, yeah, we've got some fun stuff. We're going to be hopefully coming up with some new designs. I kind of want to do a bit of a listener poll. I really want to find a design or a saying or a phrase that sort of represents like how we approach being fans and being, you know, inclusive of everyone. So if you've got some ideas, help us out. Um, We want something that represents this community that we're building. Um, But yeah. And then of course, rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. We don't know why they're important, but they make us happy. They help us show up in the charts. um, And we would love to continue to grow this little community of ours. We would. And um, so you're like, that's probably going to be episode 60 that our special guest is on. You're like, well, I'm listening to episode 58. Well, episode 59, um, I'm excited to re-release it because it's still like one of the coolest things that I think I've gotten the chance to do. And Laura was so integral in helping me to orchestrate it. And so next week we're going to re-release an interview that I did with Curtis Gabriel um in october of last year so we're coming up on about a year which is just absolutely wild when you consider what this last year has been um but so much of our conversation i think was really is is always going to be timely about um you know conversations about like advocacy and allyship within the sport of hockey the experiences that curtis has uh, had as a professional hockey player um at the time that we chatted uh, he was uh, still uh, pending uh, ufa he hadn't been signed by the san jose sharks um, and obviously, like for him, like a lot has changed in the last year. Uh, you know, he's, you know, his voice has become even more prevalent in the hockey world. Um, he's he was got a heart. Was it no, the heart? I, 
he's not a heart trophy nominee. Uh, it was uh, King Clancy. King Clancy. Um, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. He what, was the finalist it was, for King Clancy. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so I'm really excited for you all to hear what he had to say and, and hopefully, uh, the very inexperienced, like six episodes into podcasting me, uh, doesn't turn you off too much, but I'm really excited for you all to hear that one. But until we can bring that to you next week, uh, take care of yourselves, take care of one another. Um, Laura and I will be very inundated with the world of August and higher education over the course of the next couple of weeks. So we hope that we're still active, but if we go missing for a couple of days on Twitter or social media, that's why, but we still love you. Um, so take care and we will talk to you all very soon. Bye.